Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? History began on July 4th, 1770. This is where the fun begins. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to our new show. That was the show weird. where we talk about movies <laughs> we get hype about, maybe not hype about, but the movie show where we ask the important question, does it hold up? Mm. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Godzilla 2014, and we ask, does it hold up? I'm AJ. With me, of course, is Darren, Heath, Matt, and Ian. What's going on, fellas? Hello. Ew. That was weird. Your little intro was, was different. You? It was like it has know, to be different. What, I can't just what do is the same. Up, everybody, you know, yeah, how's it going? That's how different this show is going to be. You know, like you guys are so used quality. to the old show, you can We're already tell rehashing. so many differences. You're gonna be like, wow, like that's a. I, I, people are so thrown off now from that. It's crazy. Quality. It's gonna be. It's gonna be wild. Yeah, all kinds. We're gonna start of charging you guys real soon. <laughs> 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 so we are gonna be talking about all of the movies in the Godzilla Kong Monster Universe. We're talking about Godzilla 2014, Kong Skull Island, Godzilla King of the Monsters, leading us into Godzilla versus Kong. This week we're talking about Godzilla, the first one that started this whole bad boy. So I guess let's talk about, I guess for those of us who saw it in theaters back in 2014, our initial thoughts, Heath, I know you saw it in theaters. What did you, what was your first impression of Godzilla? You know, honestly, I don't remember it too much from my first time I viewed it. Um, But I do remember leaving the theater mostly disappointed. Like I remember picking up bits and pieces of like how cool this was, how cool that was. But overall the general feeling was like, Oh, it was cool, but it did not live up to the hype is how I remember it coming up, coming out of it. How about you? I, so I, I don't want to be presumptuous, but I am willing to wager I'm probably the biggest Godzilla van, a fan in our, in our group. Uh, haven't seen all the movies, but I'm making my way through them. And uh, I was happy afterwards just because I was so scared the whole time down to the, tr- like the movie starting of, please don't suck. <laughs> please don't suck. <laughs> just don't be the 98 Godzilla. Right. Oh my God, please don't suck. And so I remember being happy with it afterwards. Uh, Ian, did, w- did you see it in theaters? What was your first time no, seeing the movie? I think I watched it like 1130 at night after like three or four beers. So um, <laughs> a little hazy. I don't remember much of it, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt, I think you said you saw this a couple months ago. Was that your first time seeing it? Yeah. Yeah, I um within a year I know at least because it was in our apartment, but um, yeah, I, I w- I'd say it's like four months ago, four or five. What months What was your ago, first probably. impressions of it? Then I guess the first time you watched it, I enjoyed it a okay. lot. <laughs> I had big, big monsters fighting other monsters and mm. destruction. Uh, I think Why Darren was the pee? only one who. Ha- this is your f- first and only time seeing it was for this show, correct? That's correct. I watched it um five hours ago. Yeah, um, fresh, my so, dude. Yeah, I got a real fresh knowledge of this here movie. So I guess that'll lead us straight into <clears throat> what was your general thoughts before we go into the plot? My general thoughts. Um, yeah, it was all right. That's fair. It was all yeah. right. That's all I got. That's just, fair. Just two two shrugs. <laughs> Hard to be more general than that. <laughs> two shrugs and an I. I, I that's it. That's all I got. Okay, uh, Heath. This time around, what was your general thoughts for the movie? 
Um, I think I actually enjoyed it more than the first time I saw it. Maybe because the hype wasn't there. I was just watching it again as a fresh movie and just, I don't know, I kind of just went into it like knowing what the movie was in general. And I think I enjoyed it a lot more. Um, I did have my nitpicks that I had for sure. There were mm-hmm. things I did not like. Um, but I saw the bones, or at least maybe a little bit more of the bones. So bones and some meat of a really great film. Awesome. Um, Ian, what did you think about it? I'm kind of a mix between both of those. Um, I don't know. Like, I think the movie did a really good job at teasing the the viewer till the very end in the sense of like battle scenes. And I don't know if mm-hmm. that was just bad movie editing or <laughs> if it was just trying to like tease you of like, oh, there's a fight, there's a fight. Nope, we don't get to see the rest of it. And then it goes to the very end. And finally at the very end, you kind of see like somewhat of a fight at the end. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I gotcha. thought it was okay. Okay. And Matt, what was your general thoughts for this, your last viewing here? Um, I, I, I don't really have a change of opinion. I thought it was still good. There were things that I missed uh, in the first time. The last battle scene was... I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> Just general. You, edit. you like See, the here, thing? This is where... This is where this is where you edit it, and I don't know. I just don't know what to say. So just general, generally, you liked it. That's all I. Re- that's all I really need. I, all yeah. right. So this is our first time doing this, fan. So hopefully, this is our worst episode, and it doesn't get any worse from here. So I will now try to break down the plot of Godzilla. Guys, feel free to jump in at any point. Stop me. Here we go. Legendary Pictures presents. No, so we So we open up with a montage of a bunch of footage from back in the day, back in the fifties to be in fact, and I'm actually that's a cool little Easter egg of 1954, which is the original Godzilla. So this there are over 30 Godzilla movies, and the first one, which they all stem back to, except for Shin Godzilla. You said over 30? Well, if you, I don't think if you include the American ones, there's like <sighs> late 20s of Godzilla movies. And the first one was in 1954. And so that's a big deal. And so all of the movies shy of the American ones and Shin Godzilla go back to that movie. And so we have, I made a little note here because like it's like a quick camera flashes of like all over the Atlas maps and stuff. It said bikini like islands. And I'm like, okay, so bikini bottom, they have a, a bomb that dropped over there. <laughs> they have a few little footage of, Godzilla's dorsal fins popping out over the water and giant nuke splash. Then we're cut to Philippines, 1999. We're, see, we're uh, introduced to Ken Watanabe's character, who I imagine is super rich because he just convinced Scarecrow to sell all of his fortune on that airplane ride. Yeah, Asian guy from Inception. It's the Asian guy right. from Inception. You were yeah. correct. And so they go into this mine where it looks like they're digging for that gem for Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. And they go <laughs> into the cave and they see a giant bunch of rib cages and these egg spores. And they're like, huh, one of these egg spores is missing. And then they look over and there's just a giant hole in the cave. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I really hated that line a lot. Where the guy's Which like, one? This one looks broken. Like something came out of it. Like, it's an egg sack. (laughs) (laughs) They're looking at an egg sack, like, huh, something happened to this egg sack. (laughs) Yeah. And so, like, no one's freaking out that there's bones and then just living organisms. And so, but my biggest beef is hole in the cave. They flew in on a helicopter, and there's just a giant, like, hole in drag marks that lead to the ocean. No one saw it, apparently. (laughs) 
snuck right past them. So we go from there to Japan because you can tell it's Japan because of the Mount Fuji. And we're introduced to my boy and the selling point of this movie, Walter White. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who has been de-aged with makeup not quite the budget of a marvel movie <laughs> i would argue the only character in this movie that actually has like i don't know not really not necessarily good acting but just a good part written about them i don't know i feel like every so other character have, is kind of boring so i have notes for this movie me too and i i count one two three four Five times I wrote Walter White in all caps with exclamation points. Because <laughs> <laughs> this dude steals the show when he's on screen. Yeah, so we got Walter does. White and it's his birthday, but he's so busy with the science and stuff. He doesn't notice. So it's the worst birthday ever. <laughs> and so we get a bunch of science stuff where they go to this nuclear like reactor center thing. And Walter White's like, uh, just telling his wife, just go down to the thing. And there's a bunch of crap, not good. Bunch of science is thrown at us. And basically, <laughs> first lots of science of, down there. Yeah. <laughs> What's first up? question. Why do they work together? Yeah. It seems like a bit of a conflict. Very much so. To have the head honcho, because apparently he's the only one who can make decisions in this building. Because when crap goes wrong, him, yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, do he's the like, things. Put, do put the, it on like, manual. We can't do that. Put it on manual. Like, we can't do that. Right. Uh, okay, I think there. the reason that's the reason why they don't For, have that you can't sure. do that because when the hard decisions have to be made, yeah, conflict yeah. of interest. I think one of the best lines of the, to that point, uh, he's like, you know, things going crazy, and he's like, oh gosh, and he walks over to like the radio and he delivers the great line. Genshiro o Mipe Sorinda. And it's just like, it's so, like, I love the way he delivered that. It was so poorly, ter- terribly done. He's Genshiro o Mipe Sorinda. I have, it's like, on my on. notes here, I have Walter White speaks Japanese. <laughs> it's so but bad. It's the, it's the Walter White version, so he's like kind of scream talking all of it. Right. Genshiro o Mipe Sorinda. Yeah, so crap goes wrong and while his wife is down into the, the caverns, he's like, go to level five. We don't know what that means. Uh, gas is chasing after them. The mist is coming after them. So they have to like close off the thing. Cause like the reactor is melting down or something. So I'll give them credit. This scene was still tough to watch where dude is acting his freaking crap off because yeah. you just see the pain grizzled in this man's face as he makes the decision to basically kill his wife. Also, at this point, I was referring to that as Fogzilla, by the way. Oh my gosh. Write it up. Are. We'll put it on the list. Fogzilla. <laughs> Villains of this movie is yeah, Fogzilla. First one, first one is Fogzilla, yeah. yeah. So that was really sad. And I, a part of me is also, I wrote like, as the wife and a bunch of other scientists, people are trying to run back to safety. Homeboy trips at that point, leave him. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. If you fall and short of your leg being stuck in something, you continue to run. If it's broken, you continue to shuffle forward. So, like, that's that that's like nitpicky thing. But so, unfortunately, the wife is stuck behind the blast doors as he has to close them. And she dies. And her dying words is, take care of Ford, which indifferent <laughs> about that name for a kid. Not my cup of tea, but whatever. <laughs> kind of generic, which is not going to help this character later. Yeah. Uh, so uh, something I, I wanted to point out as a little Easter egg is it cuts to uh, the kid's character in the classroom. And behind the teacher, there's a poster of like a butterfly, of, like a moth type things mm. so it's a little foreshadowing slash tease for uh, what is going to be happening later. Also, uh, poor little guilo student like with a bunch of <laughs> being the only white kid in all of japan in that classroom <laughs> so we flash 15 years later 
and we're introduced to our pro tag, Kickass, yeah. also known, aka Quicksilver. And so it's via we're in San Francisco, and it's kind of funny looking back now because we just finished WandaVision, you know, all that right. hype. And so we're reintroduced to Elizabeth Olsen, who they played brother and sister in the mcu but their tension was so hot that we had Mm. to have them the whole time so this dude has come back i think they said 14 months he's been away soldier boy's been away he comes back he's with his wife and and son and the son's like oh yay you know daddy's home birthday cake and all that's on this dude's mind is talking about plowing his wife. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you yeah. can see in his eyes. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I am going to destroy my wife the second this kid closes <laughs> his eyes. <laughs> and I got to get, that's just the chemistry between the two of them. But I felt that tension between, the, <laughs> between Quicksilver and I will be referring to her as Scarlet Witch. Cause his naturally. Sister, yeah. <laughs> you just made it real gross that way. A part of me, a part, <laughs> you made it real gross. <laughs> a part of me wants to think this is part of the MCU and it's just an alternate Universe. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Anyway, they get a phone call Scarlet right Witch before is they're like, about. This to is the reality. Just... I always wanted. <laughs> we don't know that this isn't just another episode of the Wandavision. <laughs> so they get a phone call interrupting them as like Quicksilver's like for the love of God, woman. She answers her phone, which for whatever reason she got a phone call. Don't know why I didn't call the house or the sun. But they got a phone call saying that Walter White has been detained in Japan so for trespassing in a quarantine zone. So Quicksilver has to go to Japan, and he gets there. They were in Tokyo. Ooh, return of Fogzilla. Fogzilla returns. <laughs> electric boogaloo. <laughs> and uh, we go to this jail scene where Walter White is being held, and Heath and I talked right before the show about this scene that stood out to us. Where, Heath, what did you say? I don't know if I want to read it. It's so... It's, <laughs> it's, no, it's hilarious. Go ahead. <laughs> I wrote my notes. Goth gonna get his ass beat by parents yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and i feel so bad because that came in my mind like when i was thinking that i just wrote it down and i wrote uh this is all a prequel to the guy who creates devil may cry <laughs> <laughs> so true so true so yeah the uh, walter white comes out of there and he's like oh i, I didn't do another wrong blah, blah 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 and so we go to his what i call crazy room now this is a trope that you guys and everyone i'm sure is familiar with we're going to be familiar with this is the crazy room where the crazy man lives <laughs> so we have posters and newspapers just pinned to the wall and i was wait i was looking i didn't see it this time i was waiting for the red thread to be <laughs> like connecting a bunch of stuff but basically we're showing that walter white has since the death of his wife 15 years ago has never dropped this whole thing about what this situation was at the plant and he believes it's a cover-up for something he's been looking into echolocation he's been looking into like the, like to go with like a location the whale talk and all this stuff he's convinced that they're hiding something because that whole area has been quarantined off which he got arrested for for trespassing speaking of tropes during that whole conversation when they're angry there's a trope i realize i, I hate so much which and that is, is a tea kettle boiling over during a heat yeah. argument. I hate yeah. that trope. I'm, tra- <laughs> that I'm trying stupid. to think of that. That has come up a lot. Where <laughs> it's, a, it's 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 easy symbolic for literally the pressure right. rising. Exactly. But You'll, it's a trope, and we are very the, familiar with it. You'll miss the other trope in the scene where it, you know they were back. You know, back in the U.S. Where mm-hmm. you know they're about to start making out, and then what happens? The phone rings. Oh, of course, Dude, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. How many movies are we going to keep this trope? Your husband just got like, back like, from oh my war, gosh. and he's been gone fourteen months. 
Right. You're putting that freaking. I gotta answer this phone call for phone. work. So, it could be it for could work. Be work. I'm a nurse. <laughs> so going forward, <laughs> going forward, movie writers, get rid of the cock block thing and get yes. rid of get rid of the tea kettle. Yep. But so, I appreciate them having this conversation of the son saying, "For the love of God, Dad, be a grandpa, be a dad. Let this go. It's been 15 years, man." Mm-hmm. And so Walter White kind of has a. Uh, okay and then <laughs> fade to the next morning and you hear walter white speaking more japanese <laughs> and the son going hey man what's going on as he's like putting his sleeve on his coat he's like i, 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 I gotta go and so uh cut to the i guess he's actually so before that he's talking about the seismic patterns being the same as the it's kind of a throwing line the seismic patterns are the same from the event 15 years ago. And so they agree to go to the quarantine zone to, to go get investigate his floppies. whatever this is. Yeah. To he go did. get the man's floppies. floppies. <laughs> so cut to the scene or cut to the entire setting from the first last of us game. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Where we have overgrown plants. They're literally on a boat because everything's been overrun with water. Dogs They're wearing the, around, the radiation masks. Yeah. It's exactly the last of us. Mm-hmm. So, but, and the Walter White looks at his little like radio uh, Geiger counter thing and it says zero. So he's like, good enough for me. Rips off his mask. (laughs) (laughs) God forbid. He's like, maybe check a second time. Make sure it's not just a faulty device. Because it didn't say, yeah, it didn't say low. It said zero. So it could just be broken. He just rips his mask off. He's like, it's clean, which I granted, I've never been around radioactivity. Apparently you can taste it. Well, okay. So it's super weird to me because it's like, Literally for like three seconds, they're wearing masks and it's like, okay, we don't need to know wear masks anymore. Like, why even do that? Like, why even like, just don't even wear masks. Just walk into Money? the place. Like, Walter- they had the Money? show Brian Cranston's face. They paid for Brian, Brian Cranston. Yeah. cannot wear a mask. <clears throat> no, what I'm saying face. is, it's like, because obviously they, they could just say, no, there's not radioact- radioactivity here, blah, 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 whatever. But, that, but it's yeah, like, they walk in yeah. and then they're the like, the idea I think is that they were seconds they later. Later. That's like, why they're telling everyone to stay away. Yeah, well, it's like, like you, I'm not kooky. Yeah. What was that, Ian? So is there like radioactivity like at the beginning? Like is there an area where there's like, you know, radioactive it's a, signs? It's a nuclear reactor like, can, that blew up or that fell apart. Yeah. So they were telling people that it's radioactive, stay away. And yeah. then Walter White, which he's been there before. And I guess now is the first time he brought a Geiger counter. <laughs> Whatever. So they're looking around. They go to the old house where there's a fun little Easter egg where there's like a, for some weird reason, this freak kid had a moth in a fish tank <laughs> and it has a little name tag because again, this freak kid has a name tag on his <laughs> little fish tank thing from, it says Mothra. So we get our little Mothra Easter egg there, which will come in later. Uh, and so Walter White goes to grab his floppies and he grabs a fistful of floppies, which is probably five meg total. It's a fistful of floppies, <laughs> new band name I call it. Oh, nice. that's dope. <laughs> and wait, hold up. What'd what did you happened? say it was? Fistful, Fistful of floppies? floppies? Yeah, that's that my new band disgusting. name. Disgusting. New band name. <laughs> Fistful of floppies is pretty good. I want to know what genre they are. <laughs> so all of a sudden, they they look at the reactor plant and he's like, huh, the reactor plant's running. What you think any airplane could have seen that or like any, like you get a telescope. I don't know, maybe. I don't know. The smokestacks are running. But regardless, though, they get picked up by the suits. And so they're taken over to the refinery reactor place where they are experimenting on this big 
larva looking thing it, it looks just like the larva from the earlier scene in the tunnel and this is the scene where i have walter white in all caps and exclamation points because walter white's just giving him the business when he's being like <laughs> i say he's being interrogated he's interrogating them because yeah. <laughs> they're in this small room a and clo- he's it's like a janitor's closet <laughs> yeah yeah literally it's not even like the cool fbi two-way window it's just the window <laughs> no but i think it was a two-way window wasn't it was no. it yeah, well, I, why would they have a two-way window with a mop closet? But I'm saying because was he was... a two-way window. Yeah, because he a was saying, I know you guys are watching me right now, right? Yeah, he's banging on the glass. Talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It yeah. is very weird. weird. It's like you could see like the little like caution, like wet floor sign behind him. And yeah. <laughs> There's a inter- mop hanging above his head. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, this will also double as our interrogation room. <laughs> <laughs> We're anyway, Walter White gives Walter White gives him the business. Like, I know you're hiding something. And he is just chewing up the scene uh his son is quicksilver is just in a room sitting quietly handcuffed to a desk and all of a sudden the little uh like techno beams start happening for the little larva thing where it's doing the build-up for every techno song ever right do 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 and then it stops waiting for that drop <laughs> and then all of a sudden, <laughs> uh, what's cool is so also this is Ken Watanabe Inception dude is there as well and not really clear on who's in charge of what here this isn't a military thing it's Monarch kind of but we're not really informed on Monarch so he seems to be a good guy where he's like alright this thing is not okay the EMP thing is going off like lights keep flittering and Walter White's like see electromagnetic pulse and uh, this whole time like Ken Wanabi's like oh my god this guy's onto something and they're going through his notes because apparently nobody thought to also look at the seismic activity there's no like geologist who looked up and what are these dudes doing for the last 15 years because Walter White's floppy disks and like little printed seismographs is news to them. <laughs> they had no, they had no clue about any of this crap. And so they're like, Oh, this is really interesting. And so the, the larva thing's coming to life and it's about to break out. And Kim Wanabe is like, you know what? Kill it. And so they flip the little switch and it's too late. Big monster scene finally gets to happen. Bugzilla. Out the power. Bugzilla. Yeah. That, that, Bugzilla. That was sure, that's a great, that's a yeah, great pending great. name. Cause I have to have beef with the name later. Uh, so I have a problem with this scene. It's monster break loose scene where the monster breaks out and you see his claws climbing out of the pit that it's in and nobody's doing anything. Initially, people are freaking out running away, but as its claws are climbing the f- like the little like fence thing out of the pit, people are staring at it <laughs> and yeah. not a single person's like, sauntering off like slowly <laughs> that would have been a great scene if just someone just looked at it and just sort of walking just, like, out, drops his like, flashlight to turn yeah, <laughs> just takes like peels off his gloves and throws them behind him <laughs> as he walks away like the bart simpson uh, meme walking out of the bushes and turning back around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a guy comes out of like the bathroom stall sees it and just goes back into the bathroom and closes the door <laughs> so uh i i do have a little bit of beef too the monster looks suspiciously like the monster from that movie cloverfield Hmm. If you recall that movie, it looks like that monster. If you look up after this, the monster from Cloverfield, it's almost identical. Hmm. So monster breaks out and everyone's freaking out and there's chaos and stuff. And so while that's going on, uh, I have right here, poor Scarlet Witch can't get away from grief uh, because she's looking at like the, the TV footage and all of a sudden her husband and wife or husband and father-in-law can be dead. We don't know. And because 
she does she doesn't know at that point. So we come back to the action. Uh, this is the scene where I realized that Ken Wananabe's assistant is the chick from The Shape of Water. I just realized that. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie, but I know she's in it. So <laughs> while that's happening, I have uh, 41 minutes. Exit. Walter White because he's standing <laughs> on a catwalk and he's looking at his son cause they broke out because you know, the, uh, the EMP was knocking out power and for whatever reason, knocking out the power causes the little keypad door to open. Okay. <laughs> seems like a oh, major yeah, security I noticed flaw. That too in, the, in the janitor's closet. Yeah. Yeah. It Be- seems like a yeah. major security flaw. Better death in a story. Joel from the last of us two or Brian uh, from a uh, Brian Cranston <laughs> from this movie. <laughs> 41 minutes in dude's face was in every scene in the trailers 41 minutes in he's on the cat i gotta give them credit the catwalk collapses and i'm like oh my god <laughs> like, it was super hardcore dude okay but that. i remember watching that and i was like man like no nothing heartfelt at all it's just dude just no, like just falls like, down that's like, what i like about that it's cold like in reality Thompson just like dad Uh (laughs) so uh i also have here the music was dope because it was really cool in that scene it was really hype uh cut to the uss saratoga off the coast of japan and they're in a helicopter all the important people are in the helicopter don't worry uh and see walter white and a little gurney and a little neck brace and he gives him a little sorrowful goodbye and we don't know exactly what's happening yet because cut to the the military people who have named these monsters, this monster, the Muto, which is the massive unidentified terrestrial organism. And then he quickly says, but this one flies, which I have a problem with because that means that they didn't want to call it the M U F O for flying. So the mofo. (laughs) So I will be referring to this as it should be called the mofo because I'm not a coward (laughs) like them. (laughs) That misses my name because I named him the Muto Zilla. That misses up. Well, Mo- Mofozilla, because <laughs> he's a, he is a massive, unidentified flying organism, the Mufo. He's a Mofo. And Walter White is officially dead. We know that because they do the scene where they close the body bag on him. Yep. Open we, that's and like, shut. That, yeah, that's the, he's dead. We can't show you any more in PG-13. The homeboy's dead, short of an autopsy report. Like, he's gone from this movie. So at this point, I called this the exposition scene. I have beef with what's called file scenes in movies where you've seen this in, I think, like Suicide Squad and stuff where the scene where someone's handed a file and that's the exposition because we Mm -hmm. have to get a lot of information out here. So the runner up to the file scene is the projector scene. So we're (laughs) we're in an office (laughs) and we have like a little PowerPoint presentation of monarch and what it is what it is and apparently we've always known about godzilla and all these massive we can't call them kaiju so all of these massive kaiju that have been running around since the beginning of god knows when and the which i like this twist they said that all the nuclear tests back in the 50s weren't nuke tests we were trying to kill godzilla yeah, which I'm like, actually, that's that's kind of cool actually yeah, also one thing on the, in that scene I, did anyone watch what subtitles on or no matt uh i did yes <laughs> So then you saw then no, what what uh, Asian guy from Inception actually called him to begin with, right? The appropriate name for him, Gojira. Gojira. Oh, That's literally Jira. what, yes, the, Which on is the, the Japanese subtitles, version of it. it's yeah. G-O-J-I-R-A, and I thought that was hilarious. A little Easter egg for you. <laughs> uh, he fought, can, the actor fought for that because the original line was Godzilla. He's like, can I call it Gojira because I'm Japanese and look at me. That, that would be dope. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, that would be dope. And Gojira. so he was like, yeah, do it. So, we get our our uh, first name drop of the creature. We called it 
Gojira. And I'm like, I got chills. I'm like, yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, and it turns out Walter White was right. And like everyone was like, oh, yeah, he was totally not crazy. And that's that's how that worked out. Uh, and we've just been doing nothing for the past 15 years. We haven't prepped. We haven't like prepared. We've just been staring at this butterfly cocoon and doing nothing in preparation for this because apparently we've known about these creatures who feed off nuclear, uh, nuclear waste and energy and stuff. And we don't even have so much as a special gun or like team named for it. <laughs> I digress. Scarlet Witch is waiting to find out if her husband and father-in-law are dead. She is waiting for a phone call from her husband and she misses the call from her husband because her phone is on vibrate. And that's my biggest grief for this entire movie. Wow. She has no idea that about her husband being alive and is like, oh my God, please get a hold of me, call me. And she's like giving her freaking dead eye son a bath. <laughs> if you did you guys notice that that kid that kid was so dead-eyed the entire movie he had no life in his eyes very spooky uh and her phone's on vibrate there are monsters in this world she the very place her husband and father-in-law were was destroyed and her phone's on vibrate i digress we're in hawaii now where Quicksilver and stuff are over there because he's trying to hop a plane back to San Francisco because apparently they were just letting him go. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, you lost Walter White. We're even. You go ahead and go. We got his floppies. We'll call it even. We square. (laughs) So we're in Honolulu, Hawaii, uh, where I had this note where it said bad parents because there's a little kid by the the little train and he just gets caught on the train. The doors close and the parents are like, oh no, kid, help. And the kid's like freaking out and Quicksilver's like, I got him, I got him, don't worry. He starts yelling Japanese stuff at him, which is kind of messed up and racist. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We don't even even speak Japanese. They're like, we're in Hawaii, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He just knew uh, he was Because at this point, like I think plot-wise, like we have to keep him on the train. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So wait, I actually have a little bit actually on this part of the plot. Do you mind if I jump in on the plot real quick, AJ? Go ahead. Okay, so basically what I have is it says, back to MofoZilla. Little guys with guns <laughs> checking him out while he munching on some radiation pills or something. Mega Mofo Stomp <laughs> makes all the planes crash and the people cry. Like, what do you guys think? I think you yeah. nailed it. That's good. That's it. <laughs> like, how does that sneak up on them? Oh, it, yeah, <laughs> how do you not hear sure. a giant monster chewing on a nuke like a freaking sprite can? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> that happens more than once. There's also a really funny scene. Just, I'm gonna skip ahead of a tiny bit, where it's like it's in Nevada, it's completely barren. And the guy has binoculars and just zooms in on the monster's butt. It's a freaking yeah. giant monster. Yeah, the and they're like, how did no one Nevada. see this? They've got helicopters flying around. They yes. can't see the giant. binoculars <laughs> looking forward. Like, what the crap, bro? Also, yeah. I wanted to point out, too, uh, so in that same scene with Big Mofozilla, you know, munching on the radiation pills, like yeah. that mm-hmm. dog, though, Dogzilla, man. Are you, right. You, that was crazy, right? Like that water's coming at him. The dog, oh, the, yeah. the dog is like tied up to the tree who and is, he just like straight runs off the, the leash. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, at first I was like, this dog's definitely going to just die. And then he yeah. does. And he just runs out and then he still dies anyways, probably. But but yeah, it's just but like worry, crazy. The water, because the there's a, something approaching and the water, it does the cool thing where like before a tsunami, the, the water pulls back and then it'll eventually come back for you again. Everyone's running for their lives, and thank God Starbucks was open, because that couple <laughs> ran into that Starbucks with impervious glass. I was Bull- able to withstand. glass, yeah. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> bad neighborhood in that Hawaii. So I have right here, 
dorsal fins because you see the Godzilla's little dorsal fins poking out of the water like right. a shark and then reveal we get Godzilla coming out of the water and then a little cutaway because what happens here which is definitely a lot of people can complain about is this movie likes to tickle the balls if you will oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> they're like not yet uh-uh and th- that's what I'm not saying at the yet. very beginning where it keeps teasing you which I'll, we'll talk. I'll talk about the end. I, I I like it because I like it for for specific reasons. So the, the, the uh, movie, you're getting your ball tickled. Yes. <laughs> so also, uh, I just wanted to say there was a point. Uh, like you know, this happens in every every movie with like a big scary monster, unknown monster. They're like, let's just shoot it with bullets. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I really want one of these times for it to work. I want it to be like big, like big scary monster collapses like, back uh, into the water, uh, yeah. and then just like this dude with like some random just like rifle just like hits him twice and just like some uh, dude concealing <laughs> a handgun just takes him out. So like we have that. So we have live gunfire rockets. Godzilla comes out. There's buildings being destroyed. Cut to the train where they hear none of it. <laughs> They're just sitting there like. Don't worry, the power will come back on, little kid. In 10 seconds. Yeah, any minute. And then it's like, ah, see, power came back on. And as it starts going forward, they see the monster. The mofo is sitting on the train track as they're going towards it, which is actually pretty scary. That would be a great ride for a theme park. That would be a cool little 40 ride. Come ride Mofozilla this summer. So they're being like the... Mofo tears the train thing. People are falling out, but it doesn't matter because the kid and Quicksilver didn't die. And then I have here, we get a stomp. We cut to the interior of the, I think the train station. And this is something I love about the director, Gareth Edwards. I think yeah, Gareth Edwards. He is the master of scale for this movie, which had me hype for, I think he, he also directed Rogue One. We get, you know, stomp, stomp from the mofo and then giant stomp, stomp. You see the Katozy Wozies of Godzilla. And then here, <laughs> 59 minutes of this movie, we finally get Godzilla. We get the full <laughs> face. We get the roar, the iconic roar that still gets me hype of Godzilla. And that's it. We cut to, exactly. <laughs> we cut to Scarlet exactly. Witch's house. Exactly. Where we get this comedic scene where a little kid's playing with some dinosaur toys. Again, dead-eyed kid playing with toys. <laughs> not not an ounce of joy in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and you get this scene where you get on the TV, the news coverage is Godzilla fighting Mofo. And then Scarlet Witch walks past him and he's like, dinosaurs. She's like, for the love of God, dead-eyed child, go to bed. And she looks at the TV <laughs> and monsters are actually fighting. <laughs> and Also, where'd all the water go? <laughs> it went back. <laughs> I hate it so fast. The morning though, so, like it doesn't show any of the fight. I, it's it's so the, apparently the director oh, the was going insane. He modeled tickle, himself you know? after he said he wanted it to feel like Jaws, where mm. you don't see the monster yet. You want it to build because again, up to this point, this movie could suck and the Godzilla nice could suck. Tickle. But it's like it's good and we know it's good, so not yet. It's that scene from Inglorious Bastards. Wait for the cream. <laughs> and it is it's waiting for that cream baby (laughs) so uh cut to hawaii it's daytime the aftermath people are trying to sort themselves out quicksilver still has the little kid and he's like hey i'm trying to find this kid's parents and a lady without even looking at him's like fill out the paperwork he's like okay 
orphan. Like on the, he doesn't know like what to put on paperwork. All of a sudden he looks, turns around, kids find like, mama, papa. So they totally speak English. So that was racist of Quicksilver to to assume they were Japanese, like spoke Japanese. Uh, Not even a goodbye or thank you. Cause he literally, it would be one thing if like they rode the track all the way around. He saved the kid's life from a monster. Not even a gratitude. No, Not even the little bro head thing. No, he essentially just gave him the middle finger and said, Yeah, it's <laughs> like, bye. So uh, the military is following Godzilla and uh, Muto is apparently calling. So like they do like the little thing where like uh, Ken Wananabe is like, huh, they're talking, but he's a prey. So why would he talk to the prey? So they look at the little echolocation thing and they have the little like takeoff song, like glasses, mother of God. <laughs> <laughs> the other egg they reveal is going to hatch. And where is this egg? Ken Wananabe is like, where we put all nuclear waste, which I guess we're supposed to know this. Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys know this? Like, I didn't know that. Like, See, I was thinking Nevada. Put, was I, I wrong? guess, I guess no, it, the, it is it Nevada because it's in Vegas. Yeah. It's apparently yeah, yeah. I shot a Vegas and I didn't know this. I've been to Vegas. Didn't know that there was nuclear waste being stored. Is that even like, I think like area 51 would have been cooler. I thought that's what that was supposed to be. Apparently not. Implying that? I know. Cause it said, I have it written down here. Uh, it said Yucca mountain. I, I think it's Yucca. Yucca, Yucca come mountain. On. Come on. Yucca bro. mountain sounds nasty though. Also, I wrote in my notes, Mofozilla been sliding into Bay's DMs, and now they're trying to get freaky in Vegas. It, <laughs> you're absolutely correct. Nailed Mofo, uh, so Mofo, so now it is appropriate. There's Mofo, and now there is Muto, because this Muto can't fly. So Mufo was shooting his shot trying to get with, with Muto. And they're like, <laughs> this scene makes me laugh. It's cool, but it's stupid where the military's there trying to find this egg. And so they're opening little door slats, little <laughs> eye slats of like monster. Right. No can of nuclear waste monster. <laughs> can of waste. Monster. Oh, giant blow. The mountain has been blown out. And again, cur- nobody saw there's this. Currently a helicopter this. flying over the hole and like they didn't radio in like, yeah, How- there's a hole over here. Nobody heard the monster being breaking out of this mountain. This giant kaiju who all- I guess <laughs> g- grows giant very quickly. Uh, right. It's like the guy's question. Go ahead, Ed. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, to answer your question, though, about the uh, Yucca or Yucca Mountain, that's actually a real thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Is that but a thing I, that, like, yeah, that's where we thing. store nuclear waste? Yeah. 70,000 metric tons of high level nuclear waste. And it's just right there across the street yep. from Vegas. Wow. Seems yeah. alarming. I feel like we should know something. Speaking of, like, them, like, in, uh, opening up those little door flaps and then seeing, like, half the mountain gone. Do you remember when yeah. the, uh, the firefighter was, like, in the hotel? And then I guess he didn't hear anything. He like just random firefighter goes into the room and half the hotel is gone. Yeah. Like I'm like, <laughs> like huh. what is this reference to? I, Apparently I people do- hear nothing. They don't hear the giant walking <laughs> God who's like can knock over a building on accident. So uh, they're like, Oh God, it's in Vegas. And we don't know where the other, the flying, mo- the mofo is. And so, the military's plan at this point, because like we got to deal with these things, because Godzilla is on his way to San Francisco. We imagine to get to Vegas, which thank God, you know, our stories take place in Japan and San Francisco, and a stop in Hawaii, and a little <laughs> bit of in Vegas, but in important Sin City, they deserve to die. They brought it upon themselves. I digress. <laughs> uh, they're like, okay, so here's our plan. We these things eat nuclear waste. The thing ate a nuclear warhead. So our plan is we're going to nuke them. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so to which Quinn uh Inception guy is like, that's stupid. <laughs> and they're like, hey, okay, I think I might be mixing it up with the second time they have this plan, but they're like, hey, <laughs> this isn't like a small nuke. This is a giant nuke. Super this is Bombzilla, by the way. Bombzilla. It's Bombzilla yeah, yeah. that we're gonna drop on Godzilla and Mofozilla and Mutozilla. <laughs> and Bayzilla. And I'm not, ba- I'm not too. I'm not unconvinced that Smokezilla is still not hiding around somewhere. Fogzilla, Fogzilla. <laughs> the, right. Fogzilla, that'll be our post-credit scene. <laughs> so uh, they're trying to lure all the monsters to the San Francisco Bay because uh, they want to avoid civilian casualties, which I'm like, maybe don't go to San Francisco. Maybe don't. <laughs> but I digress. I'm not in the military. Dude, and then uh, we're, we're confronted with our biggest foe yet. Seagullzilla, all those seagulls, <laughs> oh dude. Those are this is sketchy looking, bro. Huh? <laughs> uh, they've been nuking Godzilla literally, and they've they've made that a point. They've been nuking Godzilla for years. They nuked him throughout the entire fifties, did nothing. But we're gonna do it again. So we are in Lone Pine, California. This small town, for whatever reason, has working payphones. That'll come up in a second. And I know, granted, I'm not in the military military family military background i'm familiar with it enough and quicksilver's like hey guys uh i'm gonna help out and they're all like yes sir right away to this right. dude in civilian clothes yeah. now, can i get a scene of him flashing his id can nothing they're just like yes sir right away sir uh yeah, and then he gets he, he calls his wife on a pay phone he's like i've been calling you or she's like i've been calling you he's like oh well maybe take your phone off vibrate <laughs> maybe get an apple watch or something so that you can hear the calls when you're giving our dead eye son a bath who knows regardless though inception guys like guys your plan is stupid shape of water chick this plan is dumb general's like listen we're the military we're gonna drop a megaton nuke on these guys i think we'll be okay and then we get this really cool scene where uh muto at this point the plan is to take the nukes because the EMP, again, we've made it clear that the monsters have EMP powers that will work inconsistently throughout this film and they will knock out airplanes, helicopters, so they can't fly the nuke. So they got to hitch that bad boy on a train and they're going to train it over to the place where it needs to be. So there's nukes on a train. Quicksilver's like, all right, I'm going to hop on this train and go with them. And they have this cool scene where they're all, they're on the train tracks and they run into Muto at this point. I think it's Muto. Right. And this cool scene where like he knocks like the bridge off or whatever. And he's like over them. And we get the first glimpse that Muto is pregnant. Oh, we yeah. get the little squirmy squirm thing. So at some point they nailed and these cowards at legendary refuse <laughs> to show us <laughs> two kaiju mating. Which, twice, twice, two cock blocks in the same movie. Come on guys. I, the heck? Ca- these cowards were adults. Show us. <laughs> I need to see this. <laughs> So they're evacuating San Francisco because they're like, we're sending the world's largest nukes, plural, over here. So you're going to want to leave. So Scarlet Witch is like, ooh, now's my chance to get rid of this dead-eye kid. So she puts him on a bus. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, hey, you remember my work friend? She's your mommy now. (laughs) 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 So... uh, at this point, little boy's on a uh, bus on the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. Military's on there as well. There's boats coming around, and we get Godzilla. And so at this point, they're like, "Oh, he's coming!" So we gotta we gotta quickly arm the nuke. And so we get this scene. I had I have it written down three, two, one exclamation point because yeah. he's like, "All right, we're gonna turn the key for the nuke." Right? <laughs> they are inches away from each 
each other. <laughs> At best, they're a foot. And this dude is, I don't know if it's his first time acting. I don't know if he's just like, all right, now's my scene. The direct yelled action. He is screaming on the top of his lungs. Three, two, one. And they turn the keys. Very anticlimactic. It's, they're turning keys. Turning keys, and it's for a timer that's not going to go off for like an hour and a half. And at this point, we get Mofo, who's right there. And so Godzilla, he, we get this another teasy little fight scene. So at this point, we see that Muto and Mufo, uh, Mofo finally come together and we see visually because we finally get scale. Wait, who are you talking about? Muto? Muto Mofo. Oh, you're talking about Bayzilla. Bayzilla. Mofozilla and Bayzilla. Call her by her proper name, please. We see them together, so we actually get (laughs) scale. And so we see that uh, Bayzilla is way bigger than Mofo. And so we're like, okay, so that presents a cool threat for Godzilla. And oops, they took the nuke, which, huh. (laughs) <laughs> the thing that we have we have established that these things can pop these king things open like a coke zero and just drink it uh mofo just takes the nuke and just flies away with it they're like oops good thing we got a second one and so they're like so we the, they have the times nukes so we gotta go fetch this freaking nuke and we have to uh, while all this is happening they're still on this nuke plan inception guy gives us this the final his best line in the movie that was in the trailer he's like let godzilla take care of them nature will figure itself out oh no no he says the biggest mistake we make is thinking that we control nature nature controls us let them fight yeah we (laughs) do and so we get that awesome scene we finally get like let it happen let's go baby (laughs) round one so at this point the military people are like all right guys we got to go get the nuke uh Good luck. And then Quicksilver's like, I can handle the nuke. And they're like, all right, we need you for this mission. We are bringing you along exclusively because you are going to disarm this nuke. That's your job. Can you do it? He's like, I can do it less than 60 seconds. He's like, good. This is important. This is your existence for this. That's why we're bringing you along, person not in this military faction. Like, (laughs) I don't even think you're in the Navy. This is the Navy doing this thing. That's what your job is. I'm setting this up for later. (laughs) And so... uh, (laughs) We get the cool scene where Godzilla is about to fight Mofo and Scarlet Witch is like, oh, scared, scared. We in the tunnel and the doors are closing and they're about to grab. Doors are closed. We don't get to see the fight yet. The ball tickling commences. Mm, <laughs> Goes the ball further. tickle. Mm. <laughs> it's all about teasing you. We're getting edged right to mm. the limit. It <laughs> <laughs> makes the pop better. Always. Oh, God. So we get the cool scene where the military dudes all jump from the plane. We got a dude saying the Hail Mary, uh, whatever grace. In my head, all I'm thinking of uh, is that scene from Deadpool 2 where it's like, we got a strong wind advisory because uh, <laughs> they're all jumping out. Uh, but I will say that as they jump out of the plane, we get this super dope reveal of Godzilla where like thunder cracks and we see his silhouette in the cloud shadows, which is freaking dope and incredible. So the... Uh, they they may have a tracking device on the nuke, which you know what? Thank God, I I have a little sense of comfort knowing that at the very least there's low jack on these nuclear warheads that can go <laughs> missing at any time. And so they find the nukes, and it's there being like this gross spider web thing up to the ceiling where a bunch of little spore eggs are. Uh, that's the nest. So the the nukes are with the nest, and uh, they try to. I, I might be jumping ahead a little bit, but they get the nuke down. They're like, "All right, guy, whose job is exclusively to disarm the nuke? Are you ready to do your job?" "Yes, sir, I am." "We can't open it." 
uh, let's get the nuke out of here. So they start wheeling the nuke out of the thing. Uh, he was so he's like, your your purpose is null. You have no reason to be here. The, so they had a lot of time left, still didn't they? I feel like they Tons. still had a decent amount. Of they time. had a ton of time left, but they were like, "Have you tried opening the door? We tried. We jiggled it like three times. It won't budge." <laughs> well, has anyone tried like a like a, a crowbar, a screw, or, or not? Nothing. They're like we got to get this. We're just gonna get it out of San Francisco. Which I'll get to that in a second I, too. It, with, it, yeah, it, sure, it, I think we should really try using like a crowbar. Like n- n- this thing will not open. I have tried. He's tried. <laughs> I pulled on it really hard. There's like six of us. What if we all pull really hard? It's the lost cause. Get, get out of there. Get out That's of an order. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, the ball tickling can finally come to a pop because we get our fight and not just any fight. We get a two V one fight with Godzilla, Mofo and bag and Bazilla. Where they're fighting each other, they're biting each other, which I I can't emphasize enough how hype it is that Godzilla's first move against I think uh, Bazilla is he grabs her by the freaking throat and then <laughs> goes in for a bite. Hmm. This is some street fight. This isn't your mom and dad's Godzilla. <laughs> this is a dirty street rules Godzilla because he knows it's two v one. Honor's out of the window. Oh for sure. So they can't open the nuke. So Quicksilver's entire point is useless. Uh, they. <laughs> luckily Quicksilver's like I gotta get rid of these eggs thank god there's a fuel truck right here in the nest (laughs) he he doesn't have to go find one and back it in it's literally there all he does is just pop it open gets out pops all the all the eggs are gone and that makes uh, Mamazilla angry and like oh no so Bazilla goes and flies or like saunters off to go try to get the eggs, check on the eggs. Dadzilla's like, eh, I don't, I'm, I'm indifferent. I didn't want them anyway. <laughs> so he's still fighting Godzilla. And then we get this awesome dope Ooh, because it's baby. 1v1 now and Godzilla mm-hmm. clearly out muscles him. So we get this scene, awesome scene where one of my favorite things about this Godzilla, cause I've seen other previous Godzillas, not all of them, but Godzilla needs a personality, which I feel like this movie does a great job at doing because it's very easy just to have Godzilla be this cold, lifeless monster that you mean yeah yay explosions but it's we're not rooting necessarily for it but we get this cool scene where godzilla like is eyeballing mofo as he's flying and you see the numbers floating in godzilla's head (laughs) and then as soon as he gets close enough he just does a turnaround tail whip into the freaking building just like a freaking fly swatter bam and then kills mofo you can tell because his eyes power down which sure (laughs) and so one down baby the easy one's down and then, uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry. So right before that, this does this thing. And this is going to further happen as well in a lot of these movies. So prepare for this. We get the close-up monster scene. It happens in a lot of movies. I mean, even shark movies, Jurassic Park, where a character is on the ground and the, the monster is lowering his head down to look at it. And then something grabs it and pulls it away or whatever. That happens a lot. So... Uh, Bazilla is like, you killed my eggs, Quicksilver, which I got to give them credit. That is so horrifying to see the monster is focused on you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Be so scared. It is looking at Quicksilver like you killed my babies. <laughs> and so as the mama's uh, thing gets near it, all of a sudden you hear in the background, and you see blue come up and mm-hmm. blue starts climbing up the dorsal fins of Godzilla. And we get our first atomic yes. breath of the movie, which 
they, I think they managed to hide that in the trailers, which thank God, because I can't tell you how hype I was during the, when the first time I saw it, because I'm like, oh, they're doing it. They're straight up doing this Japanese Godzilla thing where he has a freaking magic, like radio fire breath. So uh, that happens because I think at that point he knocks away Mofo and then he d- it takes him out with a tail, uh, tail whip after that. But uh, so that happens. And then the guys, the military are like, all right, so we finally got the nuclear warhead over to the, the boat. Let's go sail the boat out. And at that point, uh, Bazilla is like, oh, y'all killed my babies and starts eating at some of them, <laughs> destroys part of the boat. Thankfully, not whole boat because that would have been totally like just like nose dives right into one of them. Just yeah, like that, that eats a ton of them, which I part yeah. of me wanted more people to get eaten in this movie. <laughs> I just think that would have been more savage. But just eats, eats. And luckily, Quicksilver's totally fine. And they're, again, they're shooting at this thing, which, I mean, what else are you going to do? Just keep shooting. Uh, one All you person, NPCs. So, Basil <laughs> is attacking the boat, and then someone shoots a rocket at it, which uh, I guess hurts it, because it kind of like fumbles for a second. No other rockets get sent at it. <laughs> they just start shooting no, at it again with their little pea bullets. shooters. <laughs> the bullets Save are doing it. it. And then, yeah, just comedic, just wipe. <laughs> they are gone. They are ceased to exist. They are knocked into probably a different dimension. Uh, and then we get this cool scene. So Quicksilver runs over to the boat. He's like, I can do it. So he gets to the GPS. I don't own a boat. I don't know how it works. Types in ocean, hits GP, like auto. And the boat is just like, I'm going to go there now automatically. I, I guess that's how that works. And then again, we get the scene. Monster, Bazilla staring at him, coming down slowly. But he's not going to get eaten. All of a sudden, you see claws grabbing this thing and lifting it up, and we get one of the dopest fatalities yes. <laughs> in all of Mortal Kombat, where Godzilla grabs this. Because Godzilla, what I like about this Godzilla is he's tired. He's an old man. He's tired of all this. He's not fighting for glory at this point. He's fighting like with efficiency. He's trying to go back to bed. Just, he just grabs <laughs> Bazilla, stretches her jaws open, and freaking fire breaths into her mouth. So cool. Decapitating it. Which, if that's not the dopest thing I've ever seen monsters do, short if the cowards would have showed us them mating, that's the coolest <laughs> thing that's ever happened. <laughs> so, at that point, uh, Big Bad's dead. Godzilla passes out. Because, again, he's a tired old man. Uh, what's his name is... Quicksilver is on the boat and he's tired and he's the nuke is still going and he's like, oh, I'm just going to lay here for a minute, guys. And the whole time I'm like, maybe get off the boat. Just pop <laughs> off. Just nudge yourself off and do a little back float thing towards the dock. So he's just going with this nuke out. But Uros, the military comes, picks him up and saves him. The nuke goes out, blows up, and I guess everyone's okay. No fallout. Or issues from yeah. This a, is supposed to be like it's five times bigger than Hiroshima. They bragged about right. how big this nuke was, and it was like still pretty close to you know it was <laughs> not that far shot. away. Yeah, that's was, my same beef with uh, I think Dark Knight Rises. The nuke just like oh it goes out in the ocean. We're good. Isn't that gonna affect like wildlife and like isn't that gonna do something to the water? Because it like f- that's not good that it happened. And <laughs> regardless, it's all we're all Gucci. So everyone starts getting united for uh, whatever reason. Quicksilver got connected with the kid. I don't know how that happened, but hey, they're connected. 
he's like, oh, crap, I found you. I like to imagine he's like, all right, I get to finally go plow my wife. And then he feels a tugging on his pants and he sees his kid there. He's like, ah, it's that, uh, that meme from The Office with Dwight and Angela. <laughs> so they're over and there's like, oh, the I think the 49ers stadium. And they're like, oh, a bunch of people are here, survivors. And then mommy, uh, he runs and they're united. And then the dad gives Scarlet Witch, I'm going to do you eyes right there in front of the entire <laughs> football stadium and a bunch of firefighters are doing search and rescue and like they're like the firefighters are standing on a like a big like hill thing and they're standing and they're like shh, shh there's people here and like right beneath their feet it's like, like within five feet of them <laughs> why they were there i don't know like not only within five feet but like an already opened hole yeah like and yeah. they didn't move any like, rubble at all brick. they just like look down like people there's out. a guy here like the guy probably could have crawled out by himself but he's just like hey help me <laughs> yeah. uh the cameras are on godzilla because he's just taking a little nappy nap he's had a long day he's tuckered and then his eyes shoot open everyone's like oh crap and then he gets up and we get the cool scene of him just sauntering back to the ocean because he's like i'm tired i did my thing y'all gucci cool i'm gucci i'm out and then we have my favorite use and it happens in video games it happens in movies we get our birds for scale which keep that on a little check mark because we get a bunch of seagulls flying around him because he's big we need to be reminded that he's big so birds for scale are flying all around him and he just kind of like it's just almost lazy like flop into the ocean <laughs> drifts off and credits and that is Godzilla. I, was there a? Po- I don't think there was a post-credit scene. Was there? I, I no. didn't watch. I, no, I, I fast. I don't believe the there was. Thing. I was out of there as okay, soon as. Okay, so I imagine dropped. there could have been, but I, I didn't believe there was. So that is Godzilla. That is our recap for it. So, what did you guys think? And I guess we can dive into much more detail. And I mean, I'll, I guess I'll just kind of kick us off. I, uh, I liked it a lot, especially this, uh, even the second time. I just, I felt like the teasing was purposeful, and it was a tease to okay. get us there for that hype where it was just like for the love of god show me and they're like and they've drowned us in that fight where we got to see the atomic breath we got the 2v1 fight while also saving a lot of cool stuff for future sequels yeah that's kind of what i was wondering i didn't because i couldn't tell if it was just you know bad cuts or if it was just you know them trying to build up the ending but i thought it was definitely a slow burn but it did pay off towards the end so yeah what did you think darren this is your first i'm sorry go ahead no, go ahead. Darren, no, Darren, this is your first time seeing it. So like, what did you, what did you think? Uh, this is totally not my kind of movie. Uh, this is like the opposite <laughs> of the movies that I like uh, in terms of just like straight action, no real plot at all. <laughs> it's just like monster, scary, big, we fight each other. And <laughs> Not so, exactly an Aaron Sorkin film, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not uh, my, <laughs> my style of movie. Uh, yeah, I was kind of bored by the end of the movie, to be honest with you. I was just ready for it to be over. And like, the ending, it was better because there was like some good action. Like those those scenes with like the fire breath was pretty cool. Um, but it, it like I felt like like kind of like you were saying earlier, like there was a lot that they had to explain about like Godzilla in general, and like they just kind of just like yeah, he's big scary monster. These are all scary monsters, and like this monster we don't know anything about. Like it, it was just kind of like I don't know. It just felt like they were just. It, the entire movie was for the last like 30 minutes of them just like fighting each other. And that was like, but the rest of the movie didn't really matter at all. Like none, none of the rest of like the development of the characters or like the dialogue, none of that mattered at all. It was just like, if they could just like release 30 minutes of just like fight scene, then it would have been the same movie in my opinion. So, well, but. I've got good news for you later. 
uh, uh, Heath, what, what was your, what was your thoughts the second time around? Or this no, actually, uh, I don't disagree with that at all. I'm actually kind of on board with that, with what Darren just said. Um, I definitely enjoyed it more than what I remember enjoying it the first time I watched it. Um, but what I propose is that you completely get rid of, well, it's kind of con- con- uh, controversial, get rid of Brian Cranston, get rid of Aaron, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and just have the movie that was like the second act. The movie where it was like Godzilla and all these army, are these uh, military formulating a plan to take care of Godzilla and Godzilla doing his stuff. Um, and you kind of viewing it as like a, like a jump cut of like, you just seeing how the world's reacting. You're seeing what's going on, but there's no real hero. I, I like that. enjoyed that aspect of it a lot more. I like more, that. Where it's just like you, it's like you viewing the world that's going on. Um, but there's no like, like their, their love, their love story sucked. The Kaiju's love story so is way stupid. better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Kaiju's had a way better love story than they did. Uh, Brian Cranston acted his ass off in it to the point where it felt weird. Like he's yeah. so good at acting. That he outshined anybody. Because think was about on him screen, crying right? so hard over his wife dying, and then the very next scene is Aaron Taylor Johnson on the plane. Like that sucks, Dad. You're gone. Just put my head down. I'm sad. Like yeah. it just made no sense. And they, yeah. I wonder like, if they, the they originally had plans to keep Walter White around more, and they're like, we got to get rid of this dude. He's gonna make everyone else look horrible <laughs> for sure. If we keep him in. Dude, like, honestly, right, I, go ahead. I, I agree with that quite a bit. Like you could take out most of the people in this movie; it would have been way better. Like most of the scenes, I like. I did not care about that didn't involve you know Godzilla as a whole. But, right. Yeah. Like the, I like the scenes of like the shot where you're like on the train, so you're at a point of view of like a person who's living it, and they look to the right and you see like planes flying kind of stuff. Like you're experiencing it secondhand, so you know this big thing's happening, but you're not actually seeing the boogeyman. I don't know. Yeah. I like the aspect of it. I would have way preferred that. Did, did y'all have a uh, hard time with the pacing in this movie? That that was kind of yeah. that was really hard for me. Like. I had a hard time, like, if they did not put the words on the screen of where we were in the film, like, I, it just bounces around from city to city so much, or just, like, location to location so quickly and cutscene to cutscene. It was just, it, it was a little bit weird on the pacing for me. That's fair. Matt, what did you think? I, the first time watching it was definitely more shocking and more entertaining. Um, like, the I remember that shot where... Godzilla prized open uh baby Zilla or baby mama Zilla's mouth open and shoots fire down its throat. Uh, Bazilla. Like, yeah, Bazilla. Bazilla. Um that moment was me and my roommate when we were watching the movie, we were kicking and screaming and hollering like, Oh my mm-hmm. god, what? It's so hype. just yeah, uh, just super hype. It definitely also the fact that I have have seen it like pretty recently is uh doesn't help that either, but um, I mean, I still enjoyed it. Action was great, constant action. I like action. Uh, it's very entertaining. I got still. you. Uh, I was fine with the pacing because, again, I felt like this it is trying to build to the pop. And if you guys aren't familiar with other Godzilla movies, the worst part is always the humans. It's always the humans because For it's sure. you have. Humanity versus a monster who can breathe atomic like breath. Like it, there's no comparison between the two, but you have to have a story of why is this monster interesting? He can't talk yet. Baby Zilla can talk in the old movies, but <laughs> he, we have to have a reason or uh, we have to have a, a, a narrative for this giant monster, make a story around it. So, uh, I'm fine with the, 
generic soldier boy. If anything, I pro- I would have cut Elizabeth Olsen's role. Yeah. I just, she didn't do much for the story at all. It was just, no. that was time filler to me. Uh, Walter White, or even get rid of, get rid of soldier boy. Keep Walter White throughout the whole movie. Make him the dude. Sure. That would have been fine. That would have been cool too. And he's like furious at Godzilla because he killed Not he didn't kill right. his wife, but just monsters killed his wife. They could have been done a lot there. Yeah. Like the uh, dichotomy of him versus or the inception guy. Yeah. That would have been really great. The, the constant struggle with any Godzilla movie is always how the humans compared to Godzilla. And I think the purposeful pacing of slowly tease you and put you in this world where we don't know what a world is like with Godzilla uh, in the, in this world, like we don't know what that's like. This reality, all of a sudden, we're thrown in with these giant gods who are present and apparently have been present. It's not a perfect movie by any means. Uh, I thought the action was great when it happened. I thought the te- I loved the teasing. Again, it reminds me of Jaws because this is the f- they knew like this is the first movie of hopefully many, and so they got to tease you with the giant kaiju fight. Cause they're like, this is going to be the tamest one of our series of our franchise because we get to go nuts later. So that's something that definitely to keep in, uh, keep in mind with King of the monsters. I mean, I'll just say that King of the, if you want bonkers fights, God, King of the monsters is going to be right up your alley. But uh, yeah, again, I, I understand what you're saying when it comes to the, the pacing stuff is just movie. If you separate Godzilla, like other Godzilla movies, separate comparing it to anything else, yeah, it, it, it's definitely a slower monster movie as a whole. So uh, I guess we'll go into our, our ratings of this. So we're going to rate this out of 10 with uh, increments of five. So what? Increments of point uh, Darren, five. Point five. Point, yeah, I'm sorry, increments of point five. So Darren, if you're ready for the numbers, Heath, what are you going to rank this out of 10? I am going to give it a solid... 7.5. Cool. Ian? 6. Okay. Matt? 7. I'm going to give it an 8. Darren, what do you want to give it? Uh, Again, not my favorite movie. Uh, not a movie I plan to watch ever again, so 4. All right. So, Darren, do that math. What is the Genre Geeks rating? Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, 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 boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Uh, uh, rating is 6.5. So Godzilla 2014 gets a 6.5, which earns itself a GG. Yeah. Dude, I, mean, I think that's, that's, that's actually the IMG. I should have gone three. <laughs> oh, shut up. Dude, I'm just prepping you now. It doesn't get better than this. No. Yeah, it gets, it's <laughs> as far worse. as a like, movie goes. like this, It doesn't get better than this. <laughs> On IMG. So we're watching Kong Nicks. We're watching the next movie in like release order is Kong Skull Island. I've actually never seen Kong. Kong is really good. Jack Kong Bucket, is fun. Right? Yeah. I will give Kong you. I will. Uh, it's not a is spoiler. Is in it? No, Jack no, Black. you racist. John C. Riley's in it, and he's amazing in it. Huh. So is Samuel L. Jackson. God. Sam Jackson is in it. It's what good. It's fun, and so is Loki and Captain Marvel. Oh, I'm I'm ready to watch it. I don't it's remember on, that. So to be. This those movies are on HBO Max, by the way. So Kong Skull Island, Godzilla, King of the Monsters on uh, is on that HBO Max. So I guess now we have to unanimous or not unanimously, but we get to vote. This movie came out in 2014 and to positive, by the way. So I actually no no no. Let's get to the uh some of the facts on this. I meant to do this before the plot. 
Godzilla 2014 with a budget of $160 million. Good Lord. Who here wants to guess the final box office? You said 160? Budget of 160. 748 million. Oh my good gosh. Um, 800. 650. 500 yeah. even. 500 million even. I think Ian wins it. $529 million Ooh, box office, which that's a great turnaround. $160 million turns into $529. Yeah. That's Marvel numbers, actually. That's called uh, money. Early Marvel numbers. They started getting billions of dollars later, but uh, it was it. Godzilla 2014 was the fifth highest opening weekend movie of that year <laughs> and the 11th highest opening weekend of 2014, or I'm sorry, uh, highest grossing of 2014. It, came after so it was 11th so in order from 10th to above it was beat by spider-man 2 this was actually a tough year spider-man 2 big hero 6 dawn of the planet of the apes x-men days of future past maleficent transformers age of extinction the lego movie captain america winter soldier hunger games mockingbird part one and who here wants to guess i was shocked by the number one grossing movie of 2014 lego movie I just said uh, Lego Movie already. It was not. Uh, I was literally did not hear that. Shades of Grey. <laughs> I no don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm shocked by this. Guardians of the Galaxy Wowzers. was the number one grossing. Guardians of the Galaxy be Captain America Winter Soldier. It's a good movie. And Transformers thought, and Hunger Games. Established I thought, series. I thought you were listing those movies and we had to guess which one of those. Oh, was no, the those in order were number one, like up to okay. number one. So, uh, Mock, Hunger Games, Mockingbird, uh, whatever, Mockingjay part one was number two. Guardians of the Galaxy was the number one grossing movie, which, hey, you know what? Awesome on them. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. But that will lead us into do you think Godzilla holds up? So, we'll start this round table. It's a majority vote. So we'll start, uh, Ian. Does Godzilla hold up? Yes. Matt? Yes. Heath? Yes. Darren is shaking his head this whole time. Does it hold up, Darren? I mean, does it hold up? Like, so if you're like, you know, it, it, it was it as good as it was Can when you, it started. I mean, that, that's basically what we're asking, right? We're basically saying like, it, it was. It, is it as good as it was when it came out? Right. It's hard for you to answer this. That's one way to say that. Or another way to look at it is, is it still good? <laughs> I gave it a four, so I don't think it was ever good. So I say no. <laughs> All right. Well, I say it doesn't matter what you say because I no, also say it holds. Didn't up. matter what so I said before. <laughs> does Godzilla hold up? Absolutely, it does. It also has a. I meant to look this up earlier uh i had it open and then i uh unfortunately got rid of it so i another reason we can say it holds up is according to rotten tomatoes it has a 76 percent positive rating on rotten tomatoes and a 66 percent audience score so not good not great but good wow we're pretty good 66 percent yeah. rating and we gave it a 6.5 boom so I, IMD, I imdb gave it a 6.4 also thought the audience score would be higher that's than fair. the uh, that's good score let's not forget this is a movie about a giant lizard who fights a butter, like a weird moth creature thing. Like, and it's, people are walking out going, that was pretty good. So it has nothing but everything going against it. <laughs> but so that was our first episode of this show, which the name is what you guys are reading. 
Does it hold up? That does or it hold up? Like that? Godzilla does Godzilla hold up? He Geeks up rant about Godzilla. Would you say Heath? He held up that head for a while. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that was dope. <sighs> Which oh man, can I? I got to get that as a sound effect, a ringtone. Godzilla's roar to me is one of the coolest sounds in existence. It's pretty loud. And if you want. If you want to test that, watch that. Uh, you're such a oh <laughs> just uh, like ninety really, years old. It's really loud. I didn't appreciate. Um, did he have to yell? Really loud. Did he have to yell so much? <laughs> that Godzilla versus Kong trailer, where like Godzilla is in the water and Kong yells into the water, just like just a gr- generic gorilla yell, and then we get Godzilla's yell. Oh, actually, that that sparks a great question uh, to a degree. Which side are you guys on for this? We know how movies go and it's not going to be black and white, but for the sake of the conversation, are you team Godzilla or team Kong? Godzilla all the way. Anyone, Matt? I don't know, because Kong is supposed to be like 10 times bigger too. They're they're comparable in size in this. They've changed their sizes. I want to say Kong, but I also want to say Godzilla. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't matter. This is just for conversation. Kong is going to be quicker. Okay. Uh, Heath? Godzilla is dope, but I sympathize with King Kong more. Okay. Darren, I know you don't have a dog in this fight. I have one, though. I do not care even one little bit. (laughs) So I will say, I hope, my my ideal scenario is that Batman versus Superman. Fogzilla comes out. Yeah, Fogzilla wins again, or Dogzilla comes back. No, no. (laughs) I want it to be like Batman versus Superman, where like Godzilla and King Kong like look at each other and realize that they had the same name as their mom. (laughs) Like, you know, their mom had the same name, and then they just like realize. I already made the Mothra joke. Mothra. Was that a, a, I don't understand the joke. Mothra. (laughs) Why did you say that name? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah, uh, I want to always remind people because the DCU sucks. I like DC comics. The movies suck. That exists. That was written on paper and that got passed through hands and they're like, that's super dope. Why did you say that name? Save Martha. Friggin' stupid. Oh, but, Martha. That was her name. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Rewind so, like 10 I'm minutes team ago. Godzilla. Rewind like 10 minutes ago when y'all were talking about Kong. I genuinely thought you were talking about the 2005 king kong movie with jack black the ja- the uh <laughs> whatever what's his face lord of the rings director yeah yeah uh peter it? jackson with andy yeah, Serkis. Dude, that movie scared me when i saw it in theaters dude. we can talk about that more next week when we talk about kong skull island when but can you do jack black movies yes oh, there's school of rock dude yeah when do I not if you guys please let's send us an email genre geeks cast at gmail uh genre geeks cast at gmail.com because we would love to know what series you guys want us to do i had a lot of fun doing this so let us know what loosely tied i already have this idea of uh rate like about racism sports movies so remember the <laughs> titans uh coach carter. glory road coach carter yeah. there's a thousand of them we know them uh <laughs> christmas movies that's an easy one Music you got movies, jingle all the way like drumline yeah, sure. Ooh, Sh- bring it on yeah. yeah dodgeball uh to me, like instrumental movies from your childhood. So Darren, I feel will own that. What do you mean? The Shark Tales or the Ooh. Shreks or the actually yeah, that was I another like thing. The, the the not Pixar early two thousands movies where they for some weird reason they had Dream a ton works. of them. Sure, but Shrek. Let us know what movies you want us to do. Let us know even what series you want to do next. We're going to try to keep this up week to week for Godzilla versus Kong. And then I think our plan is maybe to go every other week or so after that. But we'll let you guys know. We're playing this one by ear. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Hit us up on the Facebooks and the Instagrams at Genre Geeks Cast. And until next time, bye-bye.